Hey everybody, welcome to The Breakdown. This is Brock and Josh, and we're taking this opportunity. Mary is running just a little behind today. We thought we would open the podcast for the first time, but we have an idea. Josh might be a master of impersonations. I might be. So we thought we I'd give him just some random figures, and yeah. you have to do the cold, or the, whatever this is called, the opening. Okay. With these voices. Off the top of my head. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yep, first one. Here we go. Kermit the Frog. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Hey, Miss Piggy. Welcome to the breakdown. Ooh, man, that that was that was unbelievable. That was it was it was like Kermit was here in the studio. Get warmed up. All right, so let's do one of my favorites, Sean Connery. Oh, all right, let's see. Welcome. Oh no, that was almost uh, James Stewart. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. Uh, welcome to the breakdown. Okay. All right. <laughs> this, oh, that was good. Kermit you was. Got any more Kermit for me? One. I got one more for you. This is gonna be your toughest one of all <laughs> oh, time. Oh gosh. Okay. All right. Let's do our wonderful co-host, Mary Solis. Let's do that one. All right, here we go. Ready? Welcome to The Breakdown. We're so glad you're here today. That that may be just as good as Kermit, Josh. That was unbelievable. (laughs) That was fantastic. What is going on in here, Oh, Mary's here. We got to go. Bye. Uh, Hey, guys. Welcome to The Breakdown Podcast. My name is Mary. I am your host. I'm here with my two other co-hosts. Brock and Josh, what how are you guys up? doing today? Hey, good. Just, just dandy and peachy and all the wonderful <laughs> adjectives out there. Excited. I'm so glad. Um, every week we get together, we take a bite-sized portion of the weekend teaching at Hope, and we break it down. Mm. And this past weekend, we continued a series called The Life You've Always Wanted. Mm-hmm. Have you guys read that book? Because that's a book that he keeps referring to that being a book. Have you heard of it in the 90s? Is that the one with the guy with the short haircut and he wears running shoes and— I have Life's no like idea. like a box of chocolates and That's oh my gosh, Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, I was wondering. <laughs> He's no. like he keeps saying, "Oh, yeah, it's written in the '90s." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Well, I, I, never I have heard not of it. read that book, so I can't comment on that. Mm. Sorry about that. Well. Either way, here nor there, because this series is really all about surrender. It's really about how to. He actually makes a lot of it about Romans 12 and that verse where it's like, "What does true worship look like?" And so the central idea mm. awesome. of this week especially, and the next couple of weeks, is what does it mean to live a life of true worship? Yeah, that's great. I think that it's super helpful because, I mean, as a Christian, I know me personally, I'm sure a lot of our listeners too, feel this desire, desire to be productive as Christ followers, and yet often feel like maybe that's somewhat ambiguous, don't really know what to do or kind of the next steps to take in that and how can I be productive but not enter into say like legalism, whatever. And so it's cool that we get to look at a passage today that's really going to help us walk through that a little bit and um, see how we can be effective, fruitful followers of Christ. Because the last thing we want is to be unproductive. Yeah. And it's no fun to be like, I'm not of no use over here, you know? So it's nice to be a part of that and a part of something. Yeah, so let's uh, look at verses three and four of Second Peter one, uh, and then we're going to talk about it a little bit. And you know what? I think we'll read some more and talk about it, and then read some more and talk about look it. Look at us going off script today. This is, this is wacky it and is. exciting. We're crazy. Let's yeah. calm down, guys. Let's calm down. Okay, here we go. Verse three: By His divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We've received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he's given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Good stuff. Mary, do you want to give us just a, a, a touch of background information on this 
passage in Second Peter? Yeah, so uh, Peter wrote this. This is a letter by Peter, you know, Second Peter. Yeah. And um, so there's a, a couple of little letters, and this is really written, uh, it's kind of referred to as his farewell letter. Like, he's coming to the end of his life, likely, and, you know, he does um, lose his life very soon. And so this is kind of his final words, and he's kind of right into this network of churches. So we don't have a ton of information about, like, for sure, we can say, like, this house church at this place is doing this thing, and this is going on. But he's he's getting those like last words in and really addressing some false teachers who are saying and he he goes at them but he's taking these different um uh, things that they're teaching basically that are wrong and he's really correcting them. Mm-hmm. And so we see that in this particular passage but we also see it throughout this really short letter. Yeah, and so it's funny how so many letters we look at the authors are writing against hey don't give up in the face of persecution or hey here's how to stand up against these false teachers and here's yeah. another false teacher letter. So it's just amazing the rampant ideas that were going around at that time that could really cause people to distort the truth about Christianity. And so therefore these letters were so necessary. And I think this letter, Paul, as as he starts here, is an invitation for them to participate in God's divine nature. Like you too Mm -hmm. can participate in this. You too can, as we talked about at the opening, have a productive Christian life as you participate in what God has called you to do. And there's certain character qualities that seem to follow that. And this is an invitation to dive into those character qualities, dive into those ideas. And so he starts off in verse three by saying, hey, you can do this because you have all the power you need to live a godly life. Mm -hmm. You've been given everything by the Holy Spirit, the the God who created the universe, the God who was crucified and came back to life, the God who raised Jesus from the dead. He's with you. So you have all the power you need to live this life. And so that's his establishing factor. That's such a relief too. I mean, knowing, hey, do I want to be productive? Yes. But like you mentioned, it's ambiguous and we don't know how. And so he's like, hey, you're going to get everything that you need to do this. Like the Holy Spirit is going to give you the strength you need to do the things he's called you to do. It's even neat that he uses the, uh, at least I'm looking at maybe the ESV now, the phrasing of of like knowledge. So through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. Uh, so when I think of knowledge, I think of like truth. I think of like facts, right? So there's this kind of objective perspective that's going to hand it down to us from God. And then he goes on in verse four to talk about that being this kind of key to us being partakers of divine nature. Something else that's interesting about uh, when scriptures talk about knowledge, it's not always talking about intellect or head knowledge or like kind of information transfer. It's also talking about like our experience uh, with God as children of God, as his followers, as we experience his love. So so this thing that's told to us and then experiencing like, oh, that is true, that is real. And so this cool kind of cycle happening uh, as we're following Jesus. Yeah, and then also too, we talked about in our last podcast, uh, forgive me if I can't remember the pronunciation, it's either it's gna- Gnostics. Gnostics, Gnostics. Or Gnostics. I can't remember which right. one it is. Yep. I knew I wanted to get there okay, right thank when you, you got yeah, there. Mary, Gnostics. I my jokes every once in a while. <laughs> I but anyway, uh, so the Gnostics <laughs> had a couple ideas. One of the things they thought, if, if you could just you know, Gnostics knowledge, if you could just gain this one particular knowledge. I think it's pronounced good knowledge. Good knowledge, yeah. If you could get this good good knowledge out there, then you would know the thing. So there's like the secret good knowledge that you're seeking after. And Peter, this is the guy that was with Jesus, denied Jesus. He's saying, there's no secret knowledge that you got to find. It's everything is given to you. It's not like you're going to have to go on this quest and these teachers are telling you this. 
everything you need to live a godly life as you accept Jesus is right there. There's no, no secret thing you need to find. Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of going after those false teachers here. Like, there's no secret knowledge. Right. It's right there. Yep. All of us have this. It's, it's, it's just obvious and plain to all of us. And so he's saying now that you have these things, you can participate. You can participate in God's divine nature. You can live a godly life, which is really a cool start to this section. That now we have hope. Yeah. Like the things we're asked to live in his divine nature, you can. You got yeah. everything you need. Yeah. There's no secret formula you got to find. It's right there for you. And not only that, but they they thought that was enough, the secret special nature and that they didn't have to what they did with their bodies and what they did, their actions were just weren't these really are, necessarily These are the gnostics. Important. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like if you could just gain this knowledge, it doesn't matter how you live. Yeah, which is and huge. And Peter's kind of, you know, in, in modern Translation might say, "Hey, dummies! <laughs> you know <laughs> that's not true. You don't understand. Uh, th- this all ties together, and there's no secret knowledge. But if you are participating in the divine nature, participating in the divine nature—that's fun to say—then you can live this godly life, and it's no. important to live a godly life." And we referenced Romans 12 earlier, and that's one of uh, a handful of of places in Scripture that it's pretty explicit that we're not just talking about again knowledge, so the mind and thoughts and stuff like that, but very much like our feelings and our actions and our relationships and how the Lord, uh, you know, we, what's amazing about salvation is we don't have to change anything to come to Jesus Christ. Yep. But once we come to Jesus Christ, he then starts changing everything. And so that's that's what we're seeing here is that this this kind of understanding of the gospel truth, it, it penetrates our, our very core and it just starts to change everything about us. And so we're, we're in wacky here today. We're going to read again. And so, but I wanted to read the first line. Can I read the first line? Please, Josh. In view of all this. In German? Yeah, I can't do it in German. Uh. But in view of all, all the things we've just talked about, that's what Peter's saying. In view of all this, here's some more words. And I'll turn it over to the silky smooth tones of Josh. Go ahead. Make every effort <laughs> to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge. And then verse six, knowledge with self-control, self-control with patient endurance and patient endurance with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love for everyone. This is what divine attributes look like. Hmm. I think that was a note. I don't think that was scripture. Was that part of the verse? This is what divine attributes look like? I think I just read <laughs> one of Mary's notes. That was notes. a no, what was yeah, one of yeah. notes. I was like, we just added some scripture. Yeah, divinely that's the, inspired by that's Mary. A, Josh no. mentioned the ESV or the English Standard Version. Now we have the JM, the, the, EMS. Josh, the, J, the JV, Josh version. Oh, I thought it was a Mary version because I was my nose. That's right. <laughs> yeah, could be that. that was such yeah. a Ron Burgundy moment. Just to be moment. clear, the last verses and godliness with brotherly affection I love that. and brotherly affection with love for such everyone. A, such a fantastic period. little couple of verses in a row there. Uh, a lot. There's a lot going on. These kind of verses are really cool to me because um, I think lists like this are really neat, you know, when when they're laying down these kind of, uh, I, we were talking yesterday about how we don't know that these are necessarily like linear, you know, like one is always leading into the other and so on. Yeah. Uh, but but it is really cool to, to just think about them as the way that Peter's laid them out here. Yeah, and so this reminds me of Galatians chapter five, where the fruit of the spirit are, are listed there. And so they, this, this passage doesn't typically get a name, you know, like the fruits of the spirit is kind of a famous passage, but I think we need to make this passage famous. Hmm. And so we should start calling these, this may not work, but should we call them the supplements of the spirit? Oh, I love it. You heard yeah. it here first, ladies and gentlemen. This is the supplements of the spirit passage right there. <laughs> Copyright. So, but it, uh, Paul or Paul, Peter is writing, he's saying, make every effort and then supplement your faith with that belief in Jesus. And so he's saying, here's the target of what that godly living looks like. Mm-hmm. He's saying, let there be moral excellence. 
let there be knowledge where you are gaining in your understanding of who God is, self-control, which is sometimes a weird one to think about, patient endurance. These, this is the target. This is what we're shooting for yeah. as followers of Jesus. This is the character qualities. Patient endurance, godliness, brotherly affection, and the one that kind of oversees all of them is love for everyone. Mm. And so oftentimes, you know, we think about leadership in this world. It's like, you got to be the strong, stand-up, you know, decisive leader that kind of if people get in the way, they get in the way, the bus is going forward. And we think, boy, that's the target of what a good leader looks like. I've even, there's a book recently talks about that John Wayne mentality. We're just riding over people. And that's the, what the good American leader looks like. And, and Peter's saying, no, 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 no. Mm. Here's your target. Here's what those supplements look like as you supplement your faith. It's being self-controlled. It's being enduring. It's enduring during uh, difficult times showing affection to other people. That's your target. That's mm -hmm. the things that should supplement your faith. Yeah. So if we have a target of how to live, yeah. this is it right yeah. here. Yeah, which is so different than what we're used to or what we're told. And yeah. so I think that's why it's so important to keep it in front of us and to know those things, like to know, oh, this is what it looks like so that we can recognize the difference in ourselves and what is like, I don't want to say that necessarily expectation, but what, what should be produced from our lives whenever we are walking in his divine yeah. nature. Because he's tend to make make every effort. Yes. Yeah. I would say I would say it is the expectation. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you're wrong at all by saying that. I, I think that <clears throat> a lot of people struggle with hearing that mm -hmm. um, because that doesn't sound like freedom. But freedom in Christ is not freedom from like consequences. It's more like I'm free from the things that would keep me from being my true self in order to become my true self by, uh, by being... Uh, in, I guess, uh, bonded to God, not sin. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so uh, what I love about this too is uh, we often think of things like the. This is just kind of, I think for me, really encouraging and helpful. But if we were talking about uh, like like physical training, so Paul kind of compares spiritual training to physical training uh, in, in Timothy, but we would we would have like a baseline of, hey, you have muscles. Here's how you work those muscles out. It's not like you eventually have to go get those muscles and become, you know what I mean? And so part of this too is like that spirit's in us. And so it's not it's not like we have to find it and become that. It's really more like learning how to live out of that spirit that God's given yeah. us, which I think is super encouraging. Yeah, and that's really, that means a lot to me as a professional bodybuilder. I can really relate <laughs> to those here. things. Yeah, yeah and so me that, too. That, that really helps out a yeah. lot. So, and then even thinking about like in this passage, like we're free now. To love other people well. Yeah. The other way leads to selfishness, but now all of a sudden there's a freedom as you supplement your faith that you're loving everyone, that you're self-controlled, that you're uh, being godly toward other people. And so this beautiful picture of humanity and loving God and loving other people is just kind of in these supplements of the Spirit here right. coming together. Mm -hmm. And so now there's a freedom for us to live in a way that kind of reflects the divine nature of Jesus Yes. which is loving other people. So now we have this freedom because we have everything we need because of the Spirit to actually be the kind of people that can love other people well. And that's like, doesn't pretty that make, exciting. Doesn't that make sense though that you go, hey, if, if, I, if I don't have self-control, if I'm short with my, say my wife or something like that, then doesn't it make more sense that in that moment, I was walking in the flesh, not in the Spirit. Doesn't that make more sense than, oh, I'm just not... Uh, I'm just, I just don't have self-control yet. And that, like, so it is this thing I'm growing in, but I'm learning how to like live out of that new spirit that I have in me. It's not this like thing that I'm never going to be able to reach or obtain, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So I just think that's so helpful. All right. And so then our final verses. Here we go. Second Peter chapter one, 
verses eight and nine yeah. kind of wrap this up very nicely. So, let me Josh, see if there's take any, us home. Let me see if there's any Mary notes before I start okay. reading. That <laughs> sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, verse eight: The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's that's a pretty phenomenal verse right there. Okay, verse nine: But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. And then verse nine does bother me a little bit mm. because I'm nearsighted. And so it says, if you're, so is, is being nearsighted a stigma? But you're no. ripped. That's true. I am a you're professional, but I forgot. You're, ripped. As a professional you're doing all of these things wrong, apparently. Yeah. You've got those glasses on exactly. right now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm wrong. But like the, the, when we talked about, like, I really want to be productive for the kingdom, the more you grow in these things, this list that we've just uh, hear of the supplements of the spirit, the more productive and useful you, you will be. Because now all of a sudden you will be walking in that knowledge of Jesus, which is to really love other people well. Mm -hmm. And so it's our target. Our goal is not so we can say, hey, look how righteous we are. or We've obtained this special knowledge like the Gnostics, like these false teachers. We're saying, hey, you're growing in this so you can love other people well, which is really the heart of the gospel and the things the Gnostics were missing. Because these people were living in greed. Uh, they were living sexual immorality. They were mm -hmm. doing all these things. And, and Peter's saying, no, 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 that's not the way. Yeah. The way is to be transformed by the Spirit so you can love other people well. And so just this juxtaposition or opposition of the these false teachers, and here's what really living in Christ looks like. And mm -hmm. so it's a beautiful picture that would have been painted for those people as Peter wrote to them, say, see that lifestyle? No bueno. Mm -hmm. Here's the lifestyle of Jesus and what it means to participate in his divine nature. So it's very, very cool stuff. Yeah. And I would, I would, uh, also say that throughout the New Testament, um, brotherly affection, as he puts it here, or like um, Christian community or, or loving loving your neighbor, however you want to put it, that's often that kind of crux of it all. That's not only kind of the, like you said, the main point, uh, but it's also the context in which we work all these things out. And yeah. that's the yes. context where we're going to see like, oh, I'm not very self-controlled yeah. or, uh, or, oh, uh, you know, I'm, uh, my, my affection for others, yeah, my endurance, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That, that's when those are, that's the context we're going to see those things challenged and uh, the things that we go, oh, that, I need to grow in this area. Yeah, but I do have, I do have a conundrum. Uh oh, mm, share it with us. Okay, you want to hear, you want yeah. to hear the conundrum? My conundrum is this: is like, yeah, I, this makes sense. So be connected, and um, these divine attributes, all the things you need, live these things out. And so I've, I've been throughout my life, I've tried to do these things. And mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like I just fall short or fail a lot. So it led me to this question, like, how in the world do I, if these are supplements, and let's think of pills out there. <laughs> supplements <laughs> that's that. what I'm thinking. Yeah. How do I get these supplements? Yeah. How do I get these things to grow? What do I do? And so that's, I guess, how do I live this thing out? Because, yeah, I want to do that. I want to be kind. I want to be self-controlled. I want to be full of brotherly affection. But the question is kind of, how do I develop those? How do I get those supplements in, in my body so I can do those things? And even thinking backwards a little bit, this is a little mind-boggling, so hopefully it's not confusing what I'm about to say. But, like, when you think of this backwards, like, if they're not doing these things and they're not living in, like, the spirit and the reflecting the essence of who Jesus is, they're blind. So, like, working backwards, you feel blind. Like, you're like, how do I get there? How do I find these things? Because I don't do those things yet, and I don't know how to walk in the Spirit. And so I, find, I feel like people sometimes feel like they're feeling around in a dark room, and they know they're supposed to do something, but they don't even know where to begin. And I feel like that's what that's like. It's like— well, I'm at the bottom of the verse. I'm not at the top of the verse. You know, yeah. I'm at the end of this passage, but how do I get to the beginning of the passage? <laughs> I am nearsighted and blind, yeah. not nearsighted, yeah. but you know what I mean. <laughs> and so, like, how do I get there so I, I can begin to see yeah. and begin to live out the truth? 
Uh, and so I thought about just my own journey and talking with other people. And there's a few things that I, and I'd love to just share these and you guys can either shoot them down or say, yeah, that sounds decent. But uh, part of it is, like it says in this verse, that we gain in knowledge. And if we're, we have to continue to be learning about what it means to be a follower of Christ and who Jesus was. And I think that's an important part of it. So we're not neglecting time in the scriptures and time mm -hmm. learning what it means to be a follower of Jesus. That's got to be a big part of it. And as we do that, these things grow. Yeah. Uh, I think another time is just thing is just spending time with him. It's like we're taking this divine nature. We're not just saying I'm going to create this in me, but I need to spend time yes. with the divine in order for the divine to come upon me so mm -hmm. that I can begin to be more like Jesus. And yeah. so just spending time with God. Um, and then another one I put, it's just feedback in the midst of community, Josh, as you mentioned earlier, if we're not in the midst of community, it's going to be difficult for us to know, oh, I stink at self-control. Oh, I stink at showing affection toward other people. But we're open to feedback, and that's a, that's a pretty hard place to get to. But sure. just realizing from the surroundings, there might be some things I need to grow. Mm -hmm. And then we lean into Jesus and say, I need help growing in this area. Mm. And the last thing I just thought about was just life, just walking through life, because our experiences teach me, mm. hey, that stove is hot. I probably shouldn't touch that again. And failure, you know, sometimes I feel great remorse, and, and failure sometimes, to be the, sometimes seems to be the greatest teacher. And so just navigating through life. So continuing that knowledge spending time with Jesus and being involved in community and letting those experiences shape you. And failure is not an end, but failure can actually just be a doorway into being more supplemented yeah, to in the spirit. Yeah, another step too, yeah. just another step along the way. Some people uh, tend to think of experience as kind of this like penultimate uh, thing where they go, man, I wish I could experience these things so I could grow in these areas. And which is funny to think about how experiences in and of themselves aren't going to guarantee anything. It's like experience with the knowledge with that the Lord gives you about that, right? Yeah. Yes. And so I love that this list that Peter gives us, um, this list of supplements, <laughs> and it starts with faith and it ends with love. I think that's pretty, pretty neat. Uh, but I, as I was studying through this, I did, uh, I don't even remember where I saw it, but this one uh, guy was commenting on how faith is what allows us to see through a circumstance to the other end and know that on the other side of that is God's. Uh, even within it, but but on the other side of that, there's something else. Like yeah. so, I have this kind of understanding of God and who He is and the way that He works that I'm able to kind of transcend how the circumstance feels in the moment, so that I can I can have this endurance that allows me to navigate it well, mm -hmm. knowing that I will come out of that the other side of that in one way, shape, or another. God's still going to be good. He's still going to be gracious. He's still going to be uh, generous. And uh, I just thought that was so such a powerful way to think about this. Yeah. And it's only by spending time with him and experiencing his love that we're going to grow in our ability to like be able to see through our circumstances to the other side like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that just in light of all this and hearing all this, one, after studying this, I feel so encouraged to want to go and be productive, want to go and be useful. And even hearing those things that you're saying, like, okay, how do I find this? Where do I get to this? And I feel like there's like this common thread throughout um, some of those practical things y'all just talked about that is just like this humility and this willingness to lean on others and get the help in and to take the steps that are necessary. And so you heard some of these like practical things, um, but as but it starts with like this humility and this willingness to be walking in that direction and to ultimately lean on Jesus and grow in our faith and something that, not to pick it back up again, but something that uh, is also a thread throughout scripture is that works and faith, you know, mm -hmm. faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. And so as I walk away from this verse, I'm thinking that here's just another reiteration of a theme throughout scripture, that as we believe in Jesus, as we follow him, as we allow his spirit to do its work in us, 
we are changed. We are transformed and we can live this kind of life. We can be productive. We can be useful. And so if you're listening and you are like, man, I want to do that. I hope so much that you do. Um, and through God's spirit, you are, you're going to be able to do that. But keep these things in front of you. Peter said over and over in this letter, I want to, I'm writing this to you to stir you up by way of reminder. I'm reminding this. So remind yourself of this over and over and over again, um, just throughout your week and make sure to join us. Another way you can remind yourself is keep coming to church, keep listening to the messages. So come join us um, at any of our campuses. You can watch service online and we're going to be continuing this series, um, the life you've always wanted. So Thanks for joining us. See you next week. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Breakdown. You know, it's our hope that you've learned something new about God's Word for the sake of knowing God and taking one step in your journey to the center of God's purpose for your life. If you're wanting to keep the discovering going, which we hope you are, you can check out past episodes at hopefellowship.net slash podcasts or by searching The Breakdown on Spotify or any other streaming platform. And don't forget, please leave us a review. We'll see you guys next time for another episode of The Breakdown.